Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maven. As always, 8150-939 is the number. 93.9 is the station. Okay, we're going to do it like this, people. The first hour was very big picture. You know, we got all of the sportsy stuff out of the way. We got, you know, we just got, we got to look at it from a, you know, a high, you know, a, a worldview. You know, a, a lot of our program worldview conversation. This second hour, I think I'm going to get into the nitty gritty. I'm going to try to do this hour like to give people my eyes, to give people my eyes of the first case or the worst case scenario, best case scenario, and the likelihood of each, you know, kind of each movement moving forward. This will probably be one of the more, more genuine segments that you'll ever hear about me, you know, we'll discuss this team and this team moving forward. You know, if you know how much of it will look, look like a new team, um, what the rest of the games will look like to me or will have to look like, will need to look like, should look like, um, you know, all those things. And speaking of new team members and the newest team members, let me take a second to send out a special thanks to Kentuckiana Pump Sales. For every home, building, business, or municipality, they all rely on the pumps this company provides. The moment you need a water or sewage pump, you should think of Kentuckiana Pump Sales as your first responders and essential personnel. Over 35 years of experience, best service, fairest possible price, and it's right over in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Go see Harold. Go see Mark. They'll find out exactly what you need. Utility, sump, affluent, grinder, sewage, any type you need. 3303, write this address down, 3303 Industrial Parkway, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Write this number down, 812-725-9217. Or visit, simply visit Kentuckiana Pumps. Dot com. Okay. So here's the thing. This is how I want to look. This is how I want to digest this roster moving forward. The I realized, you know, there's no more ego in the number of wins. I mean, I actually kind of kind of realized that, you know, quite a while back. I'll admit going into the season, I didn't believe, you know, this the the team, the staff could be as focused on just player attitude and development as they have been. I thought they'd kind of start basically taking a few more shortcuts to just win the scoreboard. I mean, listen, I kudos to them for telling me the truth in the beginning and <laughs> my apologies to you people for not believing what they were saying. So here's the thing. The only way I'm able to digest the rest of the season, because like I have overactive eyeballs when I watch the basketball, when I when I nitpick, you know, when I look at big picture, when I look at improvement, I have the tendency to just, you know, like I said, I watched too many games over and over again. 
I watch games for the little things all day long. When I'm cooking, I'm watching the game. When I'm cleaning, I'm watching the game. You come around the corner, the game's always on, on in the background. Oh, you know all that good stuff. You get it. You get it. I'm I'm just a I'm a I'm I'm a glutton for when it's good. Um glutton for when it's bad cuz I want to fix it to get it back good. Okay. So here we go. I have a friend and and um, I have to I have to explain it in this way. I have a friend. I think we all have this friend. This friend knows knows the situation they're in. Calls you to talk about the situation you're in. You know, they could be talking to you about their relationship and they can talk about how they get treated bad and how this happens. And and all that turns into I just can't get a break in life. Right. And, you know, they're your friends. So you listen to it and you just, yeah, you know, I feel you. But, you know, sometimes you should think about doing this and you can give them all. And here's the thing. And a lot of times they know exactly what they need to do to fix it. They can't they can't stop with the vice and stop, you know, and then at some point you have to say, OK, as long as you can keep that energy from wearing off on you, you know, you you, you don't mind listening. You don't mind, you know, if they can keep it. But then you start to find out. They're whining to you. They're whining to their other friends. They're telling everybody who will listen how bad the situation is. You know, just that person who want who needs five confidants to whine to and spends more energy talking to their five friends to whine about it than fixing anything. Okay, now I know that was a t- dramatic, dramatic, you know, I'm sure we all thinking of our friends who just vents to you. And I, like I said, I get the dr- dramatic nature of it. But that is the mind state that that I'm I'm put in now. That's the mindset. Okay. You know the problem. You have people around you that give you good suggestions to fix the problem. You see what these problems are doing to you overall. All this stuff is identified. I don't think we can watch any player and not see what their problem is, not see what their solutions are. And now we're to the point of deciding how bad do you want to fix some of these things? You can have all the great suggestions in the world. You can have all the the all the the resources. You can have the phone numbers. You can have the hotlines. You can have the, the dating sites to 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 go elsewhere. You have all the resources around you to fix the problem. And then you say, Do you enjoy? being the victim do you enjoy the attention of poor you around you right so i'm i'm almost on the ride here you know i'm i'm, I'm always trying to phrase it better but on the ride here i'm thinking about just a, a, a just a, a victim scale but i wanted i wanted to have a better name because i wanted to say okay which of which of my which of my basketball players are trying to fix themselves? And I, I mean, listen, they're all trying to fix themselves, but to what level are they trying to fix themselves at a Division One top twenty-five level program? Like, are they trying to fix themselves with an intensity like that is going to require to be any good here? You know, and here's the thing. I also wanted to stop, stop counting, stop counting players, stop counting. Okay, we have these guys on scholarship and these guys I want to stay because Steve kind of you know says this all, you know all the time. Steve and he says it depends on who we can get, and I'll add it depends on who we can get to what kind of motors can we get. Because, like, as you can see, we added one player with a motor. Emmanuel Okorfor's motor stands out more than any skill set that he has. And if he was just 
a regular player on a regular team, his motor probably wouldn't even stand out. He probably wouldn't stand out as a player. I mean, listen, I I, I don't want to take anything from I don't like as early of an impact as he had. You should be playing if you're at the University of Louisville. If you're one of the, the, the seven players that play the most on the team, you should look like that. You should look like that. Seven players, like I said, a rotation of six guys. Okay, six guys, seven, eight, and nine. They should look inconsistent with the effort. One through six should look like they're hustling to get the ball from going out of bounds. They should look like they want to save a basketball. They should look like they, you know, they they want they want to get a possession. They want to rescue a teammate who makes a mistake. Three, four, five, six, seven. Look like seven, eight players. I hope that makes sense. We may have one, two, and three making real desperate effort to get better with an urgency. But our four, five, six, seven, eight guy, they're playing like with the effort of nine, ten guy that thinks they should be one, two guy. That that's the except that that's the difference. A lot of guys, a lot of guys think they should be one, two, or three. They think they should get touches. A lot more than a lot more than they think it's not their job to make up for other players' mistakes. Listen, I had I had that opinion. I had I I echoed that sentiment for a while. I did not understand basketball until I started putting my head down to to fix other people's mistakes and not and and not make the mistake on my own and feel like if I made the mistake on my own, make sure it doesn't turn into a, 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 another mistake. Okay, I kind of I kind of meshed together two points, but here it goes. I, I, people jump out to me. So I'm not, I'm going to talk about most of the players, but they, they, they jump out to me when I say, I can't demand, I can't demand JJ Trainer play with maximum urgency after I watched. Sidney Curry not go after that ball the way he did. Ball that was going out of bounds, first half, you know, just jogged after it. I mean, not not a not a thought about diving, not a thought. If you were angry that you're losing, you crash into the other bench just on principle to make somebody feel your presence. Go look at basketball around the world. You crash into their bench. Or you know what you do? This is funny. Y'all remember, I'm sure you've seen these memes before, when Shaq would run towards another team's bench and he would, even when he didn't jump, the whole bench would move. They would just, I mean, just total Red Sea parting. Sometimes he would dive in the bench, but here's the thing. People started to know Shaq was willing to dive. These opponents know that these players are not willing to dive for the most part, which makes them able to keep attacking even when we make a good player too. Even when we make a tough a, a, a tough rebound or or get a dunk, you know, it's like your reputation precedes you for not being willing to to play with any with 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 the level of urgency and personally like you don't play with the personal level of urgency 
I'd I'd show if I'm a, if I'm an opponent's team, I'd show. I'd show bloopers of this team. You know how sometimes coaches do scouting reports and they show the best highlights of another team? I'd show bloopers. Because here's the thing. Your bloopers, your bloopers of this team, lack of hustle plays, lack of, you know, lack of communication plays. They'll do more for opposing team's confidence than showing them at their best. Now, listen. I'd, you know, I'd show, I'd show, you know, a couple of moments of, you know, hey, but be careful with these guys. You know, they're not complete, you know, they're not complete bums. Like they, they do have division one, you know, athleticism, but not division one mentalities. And I hate saying that. And then, and then I, and then if I'm making, if I'm making a case, if I'm showing you evidence I'm saying, and these things are not meant to be intentional. They're not meant to be mean or anything like that. You just got to start checking the DNA. And the DNA says, L. Ellis, Juco, Sidney Curry, Juco, Jalen Withers, red shirt. Those are your three leaders. They all came here under, you know, under either, okay, either undeveloped, you know, um, Ellis, uh, I don't, I don't know if his JUCO decision was grades related or was it you were late getting recruited or it was location related, but either way. I mean, I, I I really find it hard to believe it's location related in in 2017, you know, whatever, 2018, 2019, 20, you know, like 2020. Like I I I get, I get. There's always a justification, but when you, when you do say, okay, Sidney Curry, it's a JUCO, he had a weight problem under Mac. You know, the word is you didn't want to go to Kansas because it was too far from home. You know, like I said, these these things, L couldn't really get off the off the bench with Coach Mack. And these guys turned into our team leaders. I said it last night, these things hurt. These things these things hurt to admit. Sidney Curry, the big homie is Malik Williams. Last year, I used to get extremely frustrated because I felt Jalen Withers was always trying to force the ball to Malik. If he was on the court with Malik, y'all can go back through the whole year. When Jalen Withers was on the court with Malik, he would try to pass to Malik across the entire floor, would, would bypass anybody to get the ball to Malik. And I saw that, and again, I don't. I didn't expect Kenny Payne to 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 delve that far into the 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 history, the psychology of what they've done. You know, hey, everybody has a tactic, fresh start, whatever. I think I can tap into these kids. I've been around the kids. Okay, it's, it's great. It is is it's fine. But I used to say, man. Why is Jalen always trying to force the ball to Malik? I, Malik, I, you know, it's it's no secret. I've been more critical and disappointed of Malik's demeanor last year of probably any player. But I want to give the I want to give the I want to give the reverse of that one. Because I think I think they apply, and I, and I apologize if you listen to the night show and you heard this before. We knew that Damian Lee had a person, an infectious personality, and it he brought a he brought a love to this team that helped us survive probably three years post post uh, our self self. Uh, imposing a tournament ban. 
That that man that man came here one year and left a a serious impact. And I don't think anybody can deny that. Damian Lee came here and left. Actually, I don't I don't want I don't want to short Trey Lewis. Damian Lee and Trey Lewis, they came in here, worked. They came in here, embraced that you know. Leading scores coming to a team are usually assassins. They're usually just, you know, a, a hired hired hitman. You know what I'm saying? Those guys were not. They came in here, wanted to be a part of the program. Damian Lee wanted to be here. Not just during the season. He wanted to be here in the offseason. He wanted to be a part of this program. You can't tell me the footprint of Damian Lee did not did not last. You cannot tell me. There's not a Malik footprint on this team, and of course, I have to I have to say the captains because they're, they're you know they're the returning guys, Sydney, Ellis, and Jalen Withers. Listen, we had Ellis come in here. You know what Ellis said? Said, so "Say what's up with Malik, man." You know what he said? He's been through a lot. Okay, you know you know. You know, what's up with the, you know, the he sat here. We went on air. Said, man, he's been through a lot. You know, injuries, it's like, okay. Okay. But if that's your perspective on him, that you weren't disappointed in the way. Listen, I can't go, I can't go a month without mentioning <laughs> Ellis Miles free throws when he got <laughs> Ah, uh, Ellis, don't get mad at me, man. I just, listen, I'm always so mad at you for not hitting your free throws when you got hit. <laughs> look, look, look. Normally, I, I listen, I making fun of, of Joseph and Seema and them, that's just too easy. I got to get on Ellis Miles because he was, he was the one I knew he could help him hit some free throws. <laughs> but listen, if you ask me, ask anybody to this day, Marcus is mad. Marcus is mad at Ellis for not performing. But I would never have said, oh, Ellis is just young or Ellis went through a lot by moving here from California. Like there would not be an excuse because I expect you to meet a, a top division one player. Hey, I, you can have a bad game on the free throws, dude. You you know, you need to be 65, 70% by the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Listen. I watched, I, I watched, I watched not only the effort plays, I watched the increasing one effort play turns into two effort plays. I see the mistake. Okay, put it this way. You make the mistake, you go, damn. Somebody else makes the mistake. What you doing? You're supposed to be over there doing this and this and that. I just watched. I just watched this point guard raise up over you. I got this commentator over here saying, that's not a good shot. That's poor defense. When you, I watch when you get scored on. I watch you take a bad shot. I watch when you take a bad shot or you get blocked. I watch you fall. I watch you, you know, come back on defense. They score a bucket. You come down. You start barking at people again. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a we have personal subconscious finger pointing, and it comes out in body language. The, like the and the reason I I set up that that entire conversation is because it's a dangerous thing to keep that in your locker room. And I and here's the thing: I don't mean I don't mean keep it in your locker room. This has been in this locker room for a year. Everybody has everybody on this team has either the length or the shooting ability or something that can make them a serious player on this team. Repeat, everybody on this roster for the most part. No, no. Insert joke here. Everybody on this roster has tools that can that that can be top tier division 1 useful ball player but they also have a huge there's a lot of them with huge 
missing pieces. And a lot of them are, you can tell their their basketball DNA is influenceable. That's, I mean, listen, that's most teams though. But as negative as I can be, I can be positive. I saw, I saw, like, like you would, okay, do you think, okay, you know, you can get mad at Roosevelt Wheeler. Or you can admit that he started playing a lot harder with Emmanuel in, in, in the room. So anybody to a man would have to admit that most of your teams, most of your team's players, especially the young ones, are malleable. Like if they have a motor inside, you that motor can go to good, that motor can go to bad. You know, Roosevelt Wheeler's motor, his his energy motor goes for good. But his mistake o meter, his bad hands o meter, it's oh, we all drop the ball. We all have bad hands. His his lack of capitalizing on the on the newfound minutes he's getting says you know, you you're you have you're doing a little victim DNA right now. You know, when you don't recover, when you jog back, listen. JJ Trainer. JJ Trainer, you've come a long, 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 long way. But if you can't get out in front, and and I, I don't mean to use this this phrase, but it popped in my head, and I don't know if I should. I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't, but it just jumped in my head. If you're not scared, if you can't set the pace, if you can't set the pace, JJ. Like through your own mind, if you have to wait to be around teammates that push you still, if you have to be around a coach that, you know, like I said, you've gotten a whole season of the most believing coach that you could ever have. If that can't teach you to set the pace on my own, then it'll be it'll be a it'll be a conversation of. It's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me. It's it's the Coach Crumb, Marcus, it's my fault you played bad. I didn't put enough competition in here. I didn't put guys around you that could push you. You know, But you know what I'm saying? But you know, like, you either accept that as an insult or, or, you, you, or you say, yeah, you're right. There weren't a lot of guys around here to push me. Like, like, I hope that makes sense what I'm saying. Somebody will tell you you should get the ball early. Somebody will tell you you should get the ball early. And who do you believe? The guy who says, yeah, we, you're, you're 20%. You're 20% max. And this is not a, it's not a Kelly Dickey level stat. You're 20% on early possessions and scoring buckets, Sidney Curry. 20 I bet I bet if you got the first 10 the the first 6 minutes what is Sidney Curry's percentage in the first 6 minutes of a game and if you could find a way to factor in how many of his turnovers come in the first 6 minutes of the game what is Sidney Curry's plus minus for the first 6 minutes of the game all year you could you could have a conversation with him and and it'll be it'll go two ways. That's like one of those parent teacher conference meetings. Sir, ma'am, look at this plus minus in the first 10 minutes. If you're not carrying my message that he needs to work harder, then you're the problem. Your homeboys. You know, girlfriends, if y'all aren't carrying the same message to me or to to Sydney when he's not around me, not only am I failing him, but we are all failing him. And this year, and look, again, this year was I'm going to give you a chance to get out of this stuff. By the end of the year time, hey, it's not you, it's me. But that still ends up the same way. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break. I don't went, I don't wax poetically long enough. Quick, quick commercial break. We'll be back in the flash, 939 DeVille. Thank you. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maven. 8150-939 is the number. 93.9 is the station. Apologies. That I, I haven't really been to the phone lines on this one. I haven't been to the text line. These are things that I personally had to talk about. Yeah, uh, the first segment was 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 more the emotional part, the psychological part of kind of what you know of what I've seen from the team. And moving forward, it's what I'm going to kind of like as a fan, as a as an alum, as a former player, kind of the things I'm going to want to see to feel comfortable. You know, with the roster moving forward, I mean, I'm never going to feel completely comfortable with a roster that has this, this, you know, that has this record. And, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect people to just, you know, uh, believe in any any players returning after you've seen what you're seeing. So like that part, I do understand. It's like but when you talk about roster con- construction, it's like I might have to might have to call Citadel Roofing and Construction. <laughs> that That's the level of reconstruction. We need to be doing, but 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 first, look, again, just like Citadel Roofing and Construction, you got they had the right tools to get the job done. I think we got some tools to get it, the, the job done. But this is what I'm looking for now. This is what I'm looking for. Who are who are not my victims? How am I going to be able to tell who are not my victims from this point forward? That okay. The the lost ball around contact the drop your head if you don't move fast enough to foul somebody if you don't recover fast enough to foul somebody means that victim is set in and you like you can't break it you're in it's almost like what do they say when you're when you have addictions you know how important it is when you have addictions do you know how important it is to remove yourself from the same environment you know, like like I believe we have players on this team that are just going to be convinced that like Louisville is the problem, and they're waiting for somebody else to come in here and fix it, another coach to come in here and fix it, another player to come in and get them some open shots. You know, it just they're looking for, they're literally looking for everybody to fix everything around them. These these last few games, I'm only looking at who is trying to fix it on their own. If I can't get if I can't get a player individually to close the distance against a defender, Hersey Miller last game playing defense. Now now here's the thing. Hersey Miller, I listen, I've been critical on him. Hersey, you're better than that on defense. Long time ago, long time ago, Hersey I don't I want you to play. I think you should play. I don't feel sympathy for you when you don't play, when you get in the game and you're not pressing another point guard. You're not going to be in the game long enough to get tired. And I mean tired like worn down as a player. Do you want to play? Do you want to fix what's what's the problem? Pittsburgh, you came in all out. Let you know, you've made a couple appearances as of late where you pressed up. Now, Here's the thing. Kenny Payne said it from the beginning. I need Hersey to get people on the bench. If you guys, if, if do you think that Hersey Miller is the only guy that can press up, cause pressure on a defender? If that's the case, if you can't pressure, if you can't get closer to an opponent than Hersey Miller and not get beat and not be in your defensive stance, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's on you. If you're not even willing to try to make an opponent uncomfortable defensively, listen, it, listen, L. Ellis. I again, I watch people cook you. I watch you try to go back at them on the offensive end, but that doesn't take away from the defensive part. Listen, the only the only way I'm keeping. Anybody on this team, <laughs> and I'm speaking in in macro and generalities. You know, of, of course, this is post game. You know, emotion. The only people I'm even keeping on this team are people that are dedicated to stopping an opponent and hustling back on. Like right now, I'm looking for defensive effort and rebound. I don't even care about shooting. 
I really don't care about people's shot. I'm not looking at Mike James, and if he hits a couple three-pointers, he can come back. If he does, I'm not even looking at the scoring. Because the scoring can be, like I said, what, what they say, Paul Rogers says it all the time. Guys who concentrate on their defense always have the best games. I th- I was thinking about having to stop this guy. You had the best games. I'll take that a step further into the weeds of basketball. Defense is sacrifice. Defense is making yourself tired, harassing somebody until they make two mistakes. You realize if a person averages, if a person averages forcing two and a half turnovers or two and a half steals, they're an awesome defender. How do you average two and a half steals? You anticipate helping out your teammates and you make your opponent uncomfortable. That means you're willing to spend more energy harassing somebody. And think about it. And most of the time, you're not going to get the steal. You're going to have, if you have a two, a one and a half to two percent, uh, uh, um, Make your opponent make a mistake. Sometimes you're just going to be close enough to make them uncomfortable shooting the ball. They, all our opponents, are entirely too comfortable. And again, I don't care who you blame it on. Again, we had five guys last year. We had five guys. And listen, I'll admit, pack line, the pack line is basically let's stay in the paint. And if my man's about to get the ball, I sprint out and get in my stance. And when the ball's not around here, listen, you make him shoot over the top of you, and we all sit back in here and and defend. Pack line is easier on your legs. I mean, the closeout's tough, but pack line does not get in the lanes. Pack line never gambles. Pack line doesn't make people uncomfortable. Pack line, okay. You might you might get into your own head. You know, uh, uh, um, you miss a couple shots. Uh, uh, this team they don't give up rebounds, so a pack line can be effective uh, uh, unless a, a team gets hot. You know, it's not quite a two three zone, but pack line is like I said. We always have three people. You remember Coach Mack would explain it. You you have a triangle staring at the ball. That's what the pack line is. Everybody's staring at the ball, kind of. Uh, and I, what I mean is. You want to see against the pack line, you want the offense to see three defenders at all times. Okay, that's the pack line. Or you can play pressure defense and you can make people uncomfortable. Pressure defense requires the most energy on the court. You also blow people out if you're willing to, you know, if you have long arms, if you have length, if you have athleticism, if you have determination. We have the length. I think we have suitable athleticism to make teams uncomfortable if they're putting the energy and effort in on the defensive end. Can can the coaching staff discipline more based on uh, uh, the scores you, you give up? Of course. Of course. Do you see people inconsistent but giving up energy on defense? Of course. But again, to rebuild a culture to a sustainable, successful rate, more, more, your one through six, your one through six, your one through seven, six and seven can be inconsistent. Eight can be, I need a spark. You can't have your second best player being a spark and going and, and being dim. Again. Again, I don't care. I will not care about Jalen Withers' three-point shooting if he cannot protect my basket. If he cannot protect his paint. If I can't use Jalen Withers and his length to make somebody uncomfortable you cannot you, like like your whole scheme, the whole Kenny Payne, uh, 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 harass you know defend intensity team. It all breaks down. JJ Trainer, if I can't get you, if if you're if if you are going to be out there 
and just your one goal is just to stay in front of the guy and that's it. And sometimes he, you know, if you're if you're not making anybody uncomfortable, you're always just going to be a, a a zone buster. What I mean zone buster. You can get you can get a couple dunks a game, you know, running the baseline. If that's if that's what you see in yourself, that that's you know, another thing coach Payne said, if that's what you see in yourself, I just want to get a couple dunks in. Which is listen, y'all. Which is awesome if that's what you want to do, and it's addictive. <laughs> so listen, I'm not saying it like, like it's it's a bad character trait. I'm just saying when you're rebuilding a culture, uh, uh, just you know, just getting a couple of dunks, you know, in a game that that makes you an eight nine player. JJ Trainer has the opportunity to be a four five six player but if you settle four five six player means you're running up on somebody on the on the defensive end you're not a okay four five six means you you can see a steal on the other side of the court and you can catch back up to somebody to help make a block you can be there in the paint with l ellis after the guy misses the windmill now i can see the first couple of steps on a tur- after a turnover, you can see who's taking re- accountability and responsibility. They listen. I saw, I saw a couple of play. I saw one sticks out in my mind. I saw Jalen Withers try to catch up to a play. I think the guy made the layup. I think he, you know, it was used. But here's the thing: if if you work hard to get back into a play, and it and it doesn't and it, and it doesn't work, or you don't get the opportunity to to be rewarded, you just got tired legs. That's what basketball is. That's what basketball is. I run as hard as I can on a three-on-two fast break as a decoy. I run as hard as I can just to fill in the lane, just to occupy some space. Sometimes I get rewarded. Most of the time, I don't. Most of the time, I don't get rewarded for, for running back as hard as I can because they're going to hit the layup. But if I'm there, if I'm tracking it down, why do you think why do you think L. Ellis missed that layup? Why do you think he missed that layup? Because that guy ran to, to stay in his back pocket. That guy ran to stay in L. Ellis's back pocket. And you know what he did? He touched him on the back hip just to let you know I'm going to be here every time. When that guy went for that windmill, did L. Ellis make him feel uncomfortable? No. Nobody's that much faster than you, L. That guy's not that much faster than you. When he stole the ball, you were on the half-court side of him. You were on the top side of him. Running with, listen, running full speed with a basketball, there is no windmilling unless you do it off one leg. And if somebody gets a steal and windmills, off one leg on you, their name is LeBron James. Okay? It's impossible for somebody to get a windmill off on you, L. Ellis. Now listen, is there blame to go around on other teammates not being there with you? Yes, there is. But it, but here's, here's the thing. I can make an argument they got it from you. You don't, you don't get the foul call, you're on the ground. Three, four passes. Now you caught back up. Now a turnover happens. Now a quick shot happens. Ball goes up. Now you got the ball. Now we're going the other way. Again, we had a six, we had a fifth year point guard in Jared West last year and a sixth year player in Malik Williams. And go back and look, y'all. Go back and look. No a lot four four years. Four been out of college four years. It's the same stuff. Listen, and, and here's the thing. I'm not crazy enough to know that hey, there's fatigue. There's I missed the tournament fatigue. They, I listen, we, Steve and myself have always said it. We 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 just we lose the COVID year. Three four C team. Never happened. So it's it's a hundred percent 
tournament fatigue, basketball fatigue. Sometimes it gets lumped in together. Listen, we 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 put the two and ten year on Satterfield. Like you know, like we remember. Like when you break it down, we remember all these things are you know a part of your frustration. But again, in order to stop the bleeding, in order to stop the bleeding, the defense, the actual effort on defense when the ball is going the other way, that's where your healing starts. We're the first ones back on defense. Rule number one, protect the paint. Rule number two, call out, uh, stop the ball. You, you run, you sprint back. You call out your man on the way back. You stop the ball. You protect the paint. You stop the ball. You go from the paint and move outwards talking. I don't care if it's your man. You beat, you run back to help somebody else until your man catches up. That's where our culture is going to be returned. And, and, and the reason I say this individually is because I want you to watch, y'all. The joggers after the turnover, if they if they don't get if they don't get um replaced. If they don't, if the joggers don't get replaced, the defensive joggers, the the I can't close distance on a basketball player, you know, if there's the uh, the the guy who walks up and just and just shoots over the top of us over and over again, if you don't stop that. This this is that that'll be the that'll be the okay. Our program is in extreme danger. That's listen again. The three point shoot shooting, I could care less. If you can't get into the paint and protect the ball, you're not a Division One or not. You know, no, I'm sorry. You're a Division One basketball player, but you are not going to be the person to help us return to where we need to be. You are not. You. It's like that. That effort will not be a Louisville level. You know, effort or, you know, whatever, standard, standard, standard. Listen, turnovers happen, but you can't like you can't fumble the ball. You can't sit around and fumble the ball all day long. You can't you can't just dribble off your feet and go back. Uh, Hersey Miller goes baseline. He puts the ball in into Roosevelt. Listen, and I'm saying I get some timey effort out of all the players. But your sometimey inconsistent effort mixed with how often you fumble the ball. Nobody cares when Emmanuel Okorafor fumbles the ball. You know why? Because he doesn't let somebody take it away from him. He keeps the ball. He'd rather travel than lose the ball and have it going the other way. He is getting that shot up on the, on the board. How wide? Listen, everybody thought that fadeaway he shot was going in. <laughs> Soft touch, beautiful look, very, very simple. Simply catching the ball, being strong with the ball, and saying and, and just having some will. I know I went on like the longest rent. This is, like, again, I knew this segment would tap into my my more emotional side. But again, if I see guys jogging back, like, okay, put it this way. And I and I'll I'll, I'll end this part with my eyes squarely on the staff. If I watch these guys jog around and not close the distance on defense, that means I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. And you've accepted it. And that's why I say, okay, now, if I see that same lack of closing out on defense, I see the lack of getting back on defense. It, it, regardless of if it's your, if you turned it over or somebody else turned it over, if I see layup drill, rebound, multiple rebounds, and my guy's not crossed half court, that means I know you saw that as a staff. And you said it's okay for next year. Like I, like I said, this year, I get it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna sit around and you're not gonna be. You know, you're not going to be the taskmaster. You know, you're not going to just, you're not going to 
uh, uh, ver- just sit around and verbally abuse and embarrass, and you're not going to be the new sheriff in town and laying the law down. And first year, we're going to try to work through. You know, these guys are these guys are kind of broken. I listen. I get it. I get it. But there's a difference between broken and and victim and taking advantage. Because yeah, because at some point you say, okay, they got nothing to do with your skill. They got nothing to do. Like, oh, okay. How long can how long can you can you allow someone to be broken to not hustle back on D with or with like hustle back on D violently? How long, you know? How how much therapy can you give? How many look the other way? How many? Come on, come on. How many pats on the butt can they get? We're listen. We're in the home stretch, and again. If you if you continue to see that, then if I see the same dudes on the court next year, that means you you basically put your signature on this. You put your signature on this. Like I said, I and look with this first year, it's like, hey, I can see it because say, hey, Marks, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Listen, I can say I feel you. I feel what you're saying. But there's some things that just shouldn't be happening on a court, on a Louisville basketball court. And I saw too many things that should not be happening on a Louisville basketball court that have nothing to do with the skill sets. So the last games are finding out who has the motor, who has the sacrifice to be here. And you're going to be able to see it on the defensive end and the rebounding end and especially the transition end. Thank y'all for putting up with me today. Thank you for letting my my emotions go. I'm still listening. <laughs> it's still going to be an exciting movie to me because I want to see if this works out. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how angry and upset these players are. I want to see how ashamed or embarrassed. And you know, I'm I'm looking for. I'm literally looking forward to seeing what's the response to that Pittsburgh game from top to bottom. Go ahead and play us out. As always, 8150, 93.9 is the number. 3838, oh, 3831-939 is always the text line. YouTube channel is most of the time made for the Ville. Middays with Marcus Maven on 939 The Ville. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.